What's up, dinglings? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, your favorite non-investigative paranormal podcast, and I'm Nicolina. And I'm Marie. And we are here for our um, week bi-weekly hometown haunt episode. Mm-hmm. This week we uh, we are not doing a guest interview. Um, we didn't have I didn't have a lot of time to figure out a schedule or a timeline for when we could get someone on. I know we have a few people lined up that we do want to get on. Mm-hmm. So this episode we have decided to a talk about something that just happened in our own hometown that's pretty freaking crazy. Yeah, I'm terrified. And to do some of our hometown haunts that have been submitted to us through email, Instagram. These these two will be ones that were submitted to our um, email, which is paranormalpod at gmail.com. So if you have um, stories that you would like us to read, then feel free to send it there. Or if you're on our Patreon, you can send, submit your stories there and we will read those first. So yeah, um, keep first. that in mind. Mm-hmm. First pick. But first, tell I want you to tell everyone about what happened in our town. Yeah, so two nights ago, or maybe it was last night, um, one of my uh, friends on Instagram posted this image of a green kind of circular image in the sky with a green beam coming straight down, like about, I want to say... A thousand feet down from this yeah. object yeah. it was interesting and I was like I mean at first I was just kind of like oh whatever but then I went back to it and I was like what the hell is this mm-hmm. and she was like dude I don't know I was just driving home and I saw it in the sky and it was crazy and then she posted it and then she made it shareable on Facebook and all of these people started commenting on that they'd seen it and they're like in different parts of Ontario and yeah. not in the same place because some people were saying, oh, it's just a drone. Um, mm-hmm. However, I've had a drone myself and you cannot see the light of a drone that vividly from mm-hmm. that long of a distance away. Like I, and I'm sorry, within like a hundred also- feet. <laughs> was your you're, drone pretty- also able to shoot a beam down from it? like a thousand feet no I've never seen that either no uh, no not at all so some people like their images were just like the green light surrounding the image and Mm -hmm. didn't have that beam thing but it looked as if she got it as it was like shooting down or up or something Mm -hmm. um not really sure of the elevation of how that occurred but Mm -hmm. We'll share, obviously, the image to um, Paranormal and in our story or whatever. But basically, Mm -hmm. there was a guy who also had a video of it. And it was just, like, shooting around. Now, the video did look like a drone. So, I'm questioning whether people have different sightings. Like, if someone did sight a drone and they're like, yeah, that's clearly a drone. There's blinking lights. Like, it looks like a drone. Whereas other people saw something that was actually this image. Happened to be on the same day. Right. So yeah, a bunch of people were basically commenting and saying that they've seen these images or sightings of UFOs or whatever they might be um, traveling around globally. So someone commented something along the lines of, oh my gosh, like these have been popping up everywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. It's 
crazy that you have this in your own backyard. And then another person put, roughly six years ago, I was living up the mountain off of Gage. So this is in our area. Um, my, my neighborhood. <laughs> literally your, your neighborhood. Saw something pretty familiar from my balcony. A green light appeared in the sky and shot off. Was going to chalk it up as a meteor of sorts, but it was visible for too long compared to other shooting stars and su- such that I've seen and looked a lot closer. If it was were a meteor breaching the atmosphere, there would be some sort of breakthrough burning visible. I don't know what that means. I think um, they mean like, you know, like a tail behind it. Like a, Right, which I don't yeah. think it's a meteor. I, I don't think it's a meteor. It definitely was not a meteor. No, and I definitely don't think that not. that's the color of a meteor. Mm-mm. It's like a bright, vivid green. Um, And then in other images, like there was like 10 images being shared from all around, like not just our area, that they could see it from like distances that are like up to like 70 kilometers away. Yeah, there was even someone in Niagara Falls, which is like an hour away from where we are, who got a picture of it as well. Right. And could see, yeah. So So definitely wasn't a drone. No, I mean, you can't I fly like a drone I said from here to Niagara Falls. No, <laughs> unless it's like a government issued drone, which I don't think that that I mean Imagine the government would have to talk speak to that. I think they would. Anyway, so local news asked this girl for the image and is wanting to do a story on mm-hmm. our news channel about it so we'll see what comes of it if they can provide an explanation or imagine it's just an amazon drone and we're all like oh man i mean (laughs) cool but like i don't think drones shoot beams of light down to earth no and if it is an amazon drone i feel like they need to tell people that they're doing drone experiments before they go off and just do them yeah that like that's the whole thing that you can't just steal people's airspace right right um without letting them know so i mean if there's an explanation then we will i'm sure find out soon if there's not then um the mystery continues i'm sure (laughs) we'll keep you updated on that yeah so besides that i mean if any of our listeners from hamilton are listening to this episode and have any experiences with this or have an explanation for it feel free to email us and let us know yeah again that's paranormalpod at gmail.com you um so yeah do you want to share your hometown for today yes i'll go first hold on so my story is from Jamie and Jamie had sent in a follow-up to uh, an email that she had sent to us a while ago about a haunted gas station that she works at so she says hey Marie and Nicolina I hope you're having a great spooky season because she sent this to us in October (laughs) (laughs) I've been enjoying it about to catch up on last week's episode and this week's I've only listened to half of last week's been busy and spooky lately no joke little things happening here and there ever since I shared my most freakiest story from the gas station I thought I'd share one quick story that happened last night I was cleaning with a co-worker we were cleaning a restroom and talking about paranormal stuff because in the other restroom we had just finished cleaning the toilets were flushing by themselves We figured it was from the newly installed sensors on the toilets, yeah. As cleaners, we are supposed to leave the seats up to indicate that they've been cleaned, 
but we decided to leave the lids down this time instead of leaving them up, which finally stopped them from flashing. So in the next restroom, we're all still talking um, about paranormal stuff since it was weird the toilets were flushing by themselves. Even though it was explained from the sensors, it was still weird because new sensors were in multiple sets of restrooms and the other ones didn't go off, just those specific ones. I got a call from another cleaner saying that they were about to head into the building to help us finish for the night. A minute goes by and I hear a very audible, unmistakable, guttural sound. Almost like a low growl sound that you can make in your throat. Then a breath. It came from the bathroom somewhere in the two stalls behind me. And for detail purposes, this restroom doesn't have doors. When you enter, it's like a small hallway and then you turn a corner and you see the bathroom. It's also 1 a.m., so no workers are here and no other cleaners are in this area as we are in the back of this huge building. I looked at the other cleaner. His eyes met mine, and he said, So you heard it too? I said, Yeah, that was weird. But thinking about the other cleaner who was walking in to help us, I said out loud, Ha ha, very funny, Tina. You heard us talking about spooky stuff and you wanted to scare us. Very funny. And we heard nothing. I still thought there was no way that she's not around the corner at the entrance to the restroom. So I said, okay, seriously, funny joke. Now help us clean. And still nothing. We started to hear footsteps, but they were far away. And it was the cleaner coming to help us. But again, was far away from the restroom still. She had just gotten to the area in the building that we were at. When she got to us, I asked her, were you humming at all? And she replied, no, but I heard a groaning sound just as I walked into your area, but it was really faint. And she said it was probably coming from the vents or the building making weird sounds. But I've been cleaning this building since late 2017, and I've never heard this sound before. Not to mention it only happened once, and it sounded like it was coming from behind me in one of the two stalls. Tina is a skeptic, and she doesn't believe in the paranormal. We've talked together before on the topic since I've been working with her since 2017. I told her she can believe it's from the building, but me and the the guy that I was cleaning with didn't think it was from the building. We think it was paranormal. Very spooky. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Now time to catch up on my favorite podcast. Jamie's follow-up to the haunted gas station. <laughs> um, is this, did it say that this was in the gas station? No, this wasn't the gas, no, that has nothing to do with the gas station. Um, I guess not, no. I guess I mistake, I mistook that because the last story she had sent in was about the haunted gas station. Yeah, no, no, I know. I'm just wondering where these bathrooms are located. Like, what is the building? I just, I'm curious to know. Jamie, um, email us back and tell us where your building is. <laughs> yeah, where's your building? And do you have any updates? Because I feel like mm-hmm. it's, we we took five months to read that. So. Yeah, sorry. There, <laughs> yeah, there might be some, some, some new uh, growling noises coming from the building or, or not. Yeah. Maybe there's an explanation for that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thanks for writing in and sharing that with us. I am now going to do also a, not a follow-up, but someone else who we have done a story with. She did the haunted hotel. Um, she was in the closet and the light kept 
basically answering back as they were using the Ouija board, which was insane. And she sent us like video footage and audio footage of it. And it was pretty wild. So um, this is from Jenny Stout. And this is her second story that she sent in. And she says, hey, ladies, my name is Jenny. And this will be my second time writing into your podcast. Remember the lights in the closet at the haunted hotel. That's me. LOL. Anyway, I have many stories to tell, but today I decided to share one story that will creep you the F out. This just happened recently, so I thought you two, obviously, and thought of you two, obviously, and had to write in a second time. So let us begin. So I recently purchased my first home. 2020 wasn't so bad, eh? And we've been here about three months now. To give you an idea of the layout, the upstairs is our main living area bedrooms, two bathrooms, living room, and the kitchen. And then we have stairs across from the kitchen that take you to our finished basement family room. And this is also where we access our unfinished basement storage area. The door to the unfinished basement is at the bottom of the stairs. Anyway, one day I was upstairs cleaning the kitchen when my son, he's eight, comes sprinting up in a panic and runs into my arms. Worried, I ask him what's wrong, and hugging me tightly, he says, I can't go back down down there, Mom. I can't, referring to the basement. After calming him down, I prompt for more information, and he proceeds to tell me, I saw a seven-foot-tall shadow man coming out of the unfinished basement. Absolutely not. Tears streaming down his face. Continue living there. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Like, and... She wrote this in before we did anything about the shadow men on Evan Kale's. Oh, yeah. Um, remember, he I, call, his dad called them shadow men? Yeah. I also love how she's like, 2020 wasn't all bad. I moved into a house with seven foot shadow men. Totally. I mean, this good that's job, how Jenny. that's how good 2020 was, right? Um, at this point, I'm thinking, okay, Jenny, clearly you need to stop allowing him to watch paranormal investigations with you on YouTube and reassure him it was his imagination. But he was adamant that he saw this figure, referring to it it as similar to Slender Men, and since this happened, refuses to go into the unfinished basement. One day, I was vacuuming and started to walk downstairs when I noticed a ton of my son's Lego all over the floor outside of the finished unfinished basement door. Weird place for him to decide to play with it, I thought. Oh my god, this is like Evan Kale's story. Yes, it is very, very similar to his. Imagine Jenny moved into Evan Kale's old house. Oh my God, <laughs> we ne- Jenny. We no, won't, it's definitely we will not. not. Listen, we will not post or talk about it on the podcast. Email us where what city you're living in, because I remember what city Evan lived in. <laughs> yeah, but this is wild because it's like the same stuff. And she definitely mm-hmm. sent this before that episode aired. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, I called him downstairs and asked him to pick up his Lego when he tells me, no, we have to leave it there. When I ask him why, he explains that this is how we can keep the shadow man from coming into the house from the unfinished <laughs> basement. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking of adults stepping on their children's Legos and how much it hurts. It and does this, hurt. This seven foot tall shadow man being like, oh man, foiled again by Lego. Foiled again by the Lego. Can't get through. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go. And it's so on that note, no, she says, nobody likes to step on Lego, am I right? <laughs> yes, Jenny. <laughs> 
Anyway, I left the Lego there for a few days for his own peace of mind. But when we went to his father's, I planned to clean it up. Surprise for me when I go down and the Lego isn't there anymore. So obviously I'm having a proud mom moment thinking, oh, he was such a brave boy and conquered his fear and cleaned the Lego up. How great. Psych, LOL. When he got back from his dad's, I thanked him for cleaning up the Lego and being so brave. And he tells me, mom, I told you I'm not going back down there ever again. I never cleaned up my Lego. So obviously I freak out, LOL. No clue where the Lego went, but that sort of pushed me over the edge. My nerves were shot. I think of that day often, the panic in his face running upstairs and claiming to see the shadow man. Was this his imagination or was it really something dark that lives in our new home? Honestly, when I go down there, I get a feeling that I am not alone. You know that feeling when you know somebody is looking at you without seeing them looking at you? Or when you can feel somebody near you? It's a strange and unsettling feeling down there. And the area has sort of become an only go in there if you absolutely have to for the entire family. Some other strange happenings have occurred since we moved, including the sound of somebody walking upstairs when you are the only one home, the feeling you're being watched, lights flickering, and Alexa, like Google Home, responding to something that's talking to her in the middle of the night. No. (laughs) No. Imagine you're just sleeping and then you hear Alexa say, Playing Wannabe by Spice Girls. (laughs) I can fuck with a ghost like that. And you're like, oh my god, it's a 90s ghost. It's Britney bitch. It's Britney bitch. (laughs) It's Selena. Oh my god. Um, So she says, I will keep you updated if anything else weird happens, but I do have my Ouija board that I brought with me from my apartment and I'm thinking maybe it's time to get rid of the thing. Yes. This is our forever home. Yeah. And if something dark has followed us here, I need to deal with it like yesterday. Anyway, thanks for taking the time to read my lengthy spooky story. And even if it doesn't make it on the podcast, I mostly wanted to share it with you girls knowing how into the paranormal you are. Thanks for your time. Stay spooky and see you on the other side. Jenny. (laughs) Jenny. Hopefully we see you in person one day too, Jenny. Um, Yeah. That was. If you're allowed to do live shows. (laughs) Um, Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. And yeah, I think she should get rid of the Ouija board, but be sure to look up how to properly dispose of a Ouija board because I was on TikTok the other day and I saw this girl who burned her grandma's Ouija board and then like a witch from Witch Talk did a stitch with it and was like, never burn a Ouija board. Oh my God. Never fucking burn a Ouija board. And it feels like, like you're releasing the demons that are in right, there. Right, right. And she's like, you're supposed to bury it. And there's like a certain way that you're supposed to bury it. Um, so, Jenny, if you decide to get rid of the Ouija board, if you haven't already, just uh, maybe look up how to properly dispose of one, just because I would be scared to do it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For sure. I feel like she's knowledgeable enough that she would probably have an idea of how to dis- That's true. dispose or would look it up. Like, I feel like she she's pretty That's true. intuitive Jenny's- that she's not yeah. just going to go off and yeah. burn it in her backyard and like... <laughs> yeah chant or something yeah fair um, enough. but that sucks though that mm-hmm. your son has experienced that and maybe like just in case not no youtube paranormal videos for like a little while yeah and yeah. and just so that you can kind of gauge whether or not those are ramping up his 
his fears. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know about parenting at all. So you do you. I really just do you do what you want to do. Right. I, but I think you've already you've already said that that's probably something you're going to consider. <laughs> I had a dream the other day that a demon was trying to get me and I woke up in the middle of the night and I guess Stephen had left in the middle of the night to go sleep on like watch TV and fell asleep on the couch. Oh. So I so had to get was- up. I was terrified. I got a, oh, this was the other thing. Okay. This was, this is why it freaked me out. I had a dream that a demon was after me Mm -hmm. and then I rolled over to check what time it was and it had just turned three o'clock, which is the witching hour. Mm. And this is something that had happened to me when I was having those problems at my house when my phone fell off of my bed and ended up somehow in the center under my king-sized bed. Right. And I looked at the time and it was exactly 3 a.m. So anyways, I it just turned 3 a.m. So I was like, oh Shit. no, not again. So yeah. I like, got up and ran to the living room and was like, Stephen. And also I had gone to bed earlier than everyone. So all of the animals were also not in the bed with me. So I was just like alone and scared. So anyway, I woke him up and I was like, you need to come to bed because I had a bad dream. <laughs> he was like, okay. Fair so enough. He came back. Poor guy. Uh, Usually I'll just let him stay out there. <laughs> yeah, I weirdly like last week. Um usually I'll have bad dreams if I take like NyQuil or like a sleep aid oh, to go okay. to sleep cuz I'll just get a deeper sleep and I'll just I don't know, for some reason they just stimulate that part of my brain. Mm-hmm. But the like for some reason last week there were two nights in a row I had four consecutive horrible nightmares. Oh my God. Different things occurred. The most vivid was, I don't even want to share it because it was so scary. If you want to cut it out later. And sad. It was like sad for me. If you're uncomfortable talking about it, like you don't want to relive it, that's fine. You don't have to. Like I'm uncomfortable, but like (laughs) it's not, it's not paranormal in any way. It was just like, okay, so it is slightly, okay, so my dog doesn't really like other dogs so mm-hmm. I don't really like like to integrate him with other dogs but he he wasn't always like this but mm-hmm. it's become something that I because he's been around shitty other dogs who have attacked him um he now just hates all dogs and he's right. become what he hates basically <laughs> which sucks <laughs> but he's great he's great with people and babies and all everything else so yeah. I had this dream that we were at some sort of animal sanctuary and Cosmo was there and there were other dogs there and they had rescued a possum and I'm obsessed with possums oh my God, and I think too. that they're adorable. Me too. So Stephen, I want one. Okay. Well, this is going to get oh, really no. sad. He killed the possum. No. He, so okay. this is what happened. <laughs> okay. The, the animal sanctuary had a bunch of other dogs. One of the dogs was a husky and who was known for being very motherly and nurturing. So they gave this husky the the possum to like take care of. And it was like had like it was in like her paw or his paw. I think it was a male husky. Mm -hmm. And Cosmo kept trying to look over its shoulder to like look at the possum. And I was like, leave the possum alone. Like leave, (laughs) leave it alone. Like, and he was just kind of like looking over this husky shoulder, like just being like, what do you got? What do you got, man? So anyway, we then, the husky went in the other room with this possum, like whatever. And Cosmo was kind of nowhere to be seen. And then all of a sudden I hear this death curdling shrieking noise 
like oh I'm it's so scary I'm sorry. and I go in and uh-huh. there's blood everywhere oh my god this possum is dead oh no and I'm like thinking it's Cosmo uh-huh. but it's like Cosmo wasn't there then I okay. see this like white spotted dog covered in blood that was oh also part of the sanctuary yeah yeah that was like not supposed to be near around the possum around the possum and it was like whimpering kind of not realizing what hit had done or like oh what happened but then I picked up the possum uh-huh. and it was like it was a baby oh my god like a human, like it turned into a human baby? So it had the body oh, no. of a possum oh, and the no. face of a baby. Oh, no. <laughs> we need to get a dream interpreter on this fucking podcast. Yeah. I'm keeping it just because maybe someone can share some insight on what the fuck that's about. You know what? I had a really strange, I had two really strange dreams last night and I'm actually going to put them out there because if anyone's good at interpreting dreams, I want to know what these mean because I have weird feelings about them. Mm -hmm. So I had a dream that I was in my bed and I was reading a book and I looked, I was like, something feels weird. And I looked down and my bed had like dirt and grass clippings in it. Hmm. And I was like, oh, where the fuck did all these dirt and grass clippings come from? So I'm like, oh, I better wash the sheets. <laughs> but first, <laughs> I'm going to get a glass of water. So I went to my kitchen to get a glass of water. I filled it with water and I went to take a sip. And it's, again, grass clippings in my water. And I was oh, like, that's weird. That is so weird. Then, then I don't know what happened to that dream. That was the end of it. I didn't wake up after it. But the next dream I remember is being in a red like old red car with my younger brother and these two crows like landed on the window part of the car like where like the liner is like on the front door okay the window was rolled up there was like a crack in the like a crack it was open to crack but they were like standing on the side of the car basically and we're like sticking their beaks in the window. And I said to my brother, you need to drive. They're really, really smart. They'll figure out how to open the door. Like they'll figure out how. So he started driving. And then I looked at the crows again and I was like, oh, it's a mom and a baby crow. And then I was like, wait, let's try and feed them because like they'll be your friends and they bring people presents. And I've like always wanted to do that. I think that's so cool. So then he stopped driving. And then that was when I woke up. But I feel like, okay, huh. so like I love crows. I think they're super cool, but I could, I feel like they might be a bad omen. And then I also feel like dirt and grass clippings in my bed remind me of a grave now that I'm awake. So I'm oh. just a little freaked out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a little scared. <laughs> that is weird. Those are, I feel like your dream has more of a chance, your dreams have more of a chance of interpretation due to symbolism. Yeah, I'm not something. sure my possum baby is necessarily <laughs> a symbol of anything. I don't know. I almost feel like maybe I'm not ready to be a mother. And okay, okay. I I I am like m- maybe I'm I'm only ready to to take care of animals and maybe not even if like maybe not even that. 
Like, I don't know. I think you do a great job with Cosmo. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I make him salmon every day. Um, Maybe it has something to do with your relationship with your mother. Maybe that's what the symbolism is. And maybe I am the possum. Maybe. Because you had sent me an Instagram thing and you were like, this is like my mom. But I feel like, was that the same night that you had the dream? I don't think it was the same night I had a dream. Okay. I'm wondering, now that you bring that up, if it's possible that Mm -hmm. the husky, the nurturing, motherly husky, that is one side of my relationship. And the other dog that is like destructive and Mm -hmm. detrimental, but doesn't mean to be, but, Mm -hmm. but is... Mm-hmm. is the other side of the relationship. That, I think you did a really good job of interpreting that. I mean, I feel like that's going very deep into my psyche and maybe yeah. I'm just like a, like creating this myself. But well, it's possible. It's fun to talk about. <laughs> it's totally fun to talk about. And it's, yeah, I think that that, if, if I'm going to make, draw any conclusions of that, then that might be it. Um, but if there is anyone who's listening to this that does interpret dreams... And you feel like sending us an email about these, email us at paranormalpod.com or sorry, paranormalpod at gmail.com because we would love to know. And we can can maybe do a hometown of them like coming and interpreting our dream. I love the idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because dreams are crazy and I've always been interested in that shit. Same. Well, Well. uh, we'll leave you guys with that. um, And... Till next time, stay spooky. Because that's showbiz, baby. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Paranormal, we need your help. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple. And if you listen to us on Spotify, go ahead and click the follow button. Even better, you can donate to us on Patreon, where you can access bonus content and members-only merch. To support your favorite spooky duo, go to patreon.com slash paranormalpod. And for show updates and giveaways, be sure to follow us on Instagram at paranormalpod. And remember, stay stay spooky. spooky!